Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are completing our off-season shenanigans. We're calling it the Triforce. Uh, so this week, we're going to be chatting about all things that happen in the off-season, and we're going to manufacture some news and come up with some cool facts and trivia for you. It's going to be fun. Andrew, how you doing? Good, good. And yourself? I am doing quite well, thank you. It is the the eve of my vacation. I go back to work tomorrow. I'm going to dog the day away because <laughs> I don't want to kick over and start anything new. So I'm going to take all the low-hanging fruit work orders that I've been saving and just work those off. And uh, yeah, head on my vacation, which is going to be fun because next week, podcast i'm going to be on the road in sunny british columbia oh there you go there you go mm-hmm. I'm, in a, I'm, I'm in a similar boat to you yep i uh i work tomorrow and then i'm off friday saturday sunday monday i'll work tuesday and then i'm off wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday <laughs> it's going to be a good time man uh where are you going to be wednesday night for for the show are you going to be on are you you're going to be skipping it you're going to be at the lake no, 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 no. I'll be here because we're getting ready to do our, um, we do a big camping thing with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Um, out at Wobbeman. And that's, we're doing that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So uh, Wednesday, I took it off to kind of get everything prepped up for that stuff. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'll well, be around. I will be waiting for you patiently with cold beers in hand. Oh, there you go. We can mm-hmm. get started. I'm off that day too, so we can get do it whenever. Oh, yeah, that that's actually kind of fun. Uh, we do have uh, special guests. We'll have to coordinate with their availability, though. Yeah. Okay, but more on that later. Uh, this week, we're going to start things off with giving a shout out to our Canadian listeners. It is Canada's national holiday, Canada Day, on July 1st, where we recognize this great country of ours. So, whatever you're doing. Do it well, have fun, make some memories, and uh, sing loud and proud the day of. Yes, it's and safe. Definitely stay safe. And for our American friends who will be celebrating on the 4th of July, that Tuesday, yeah. you, you guys have a lot of fun, enjoy, sing loud, sing proud, and enjoy yourselves. Yes. You didn't do your, your old school from last season shout-out part. Shout-out! We're bringing that back. It'll be coming back for the the song. I don't. Yeah, it felt good actually. Um, um, you have some uh, big congrats, some big news this week. Yeah. So okay. What happened. Okay. So I told you the other day. I'll, I'll tell everybody else. You guys have been slowly following along. My nephew has. He's sixteen. Uh, he loves baseball. Is really good at it. He has been working towards. Um, I guess just 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 advancing his baseball career. So this week, we found out some excellent news. Uh, First off, he has been accepted into a uh, premier club in southern Alberta, uh, where he will be training this this summer and then doing uh, baseball school in the fall. So he's going to be doing his last year of high school uh, in baseball camp. So he's going to be training and going to school, but more training than anything else. Um, for this club down in Southern Alberta in Okotoks, which is really fun and fantastic. Very excited for him. And while he was doing some of that uh, preliminary summer 
summer camp stuff that uh, he was down there for. He was scouted by the Edmonton Riverhawks. That's the baseball team, double A here in the city of Edmonton. And uh, they signed him to a six game contract starting tonight. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So it's a, uh, there's a, you know, he had a special name for it and um, he doesn't get paid. It's like a, a, an internship, just like a scouting thing. Like a development contract, yeah, kind of, uh, because he can't he can't get paid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he's got six games. He's on the books for, and uh, they're going to try him out. So he's on the roster. They have a game tonight, tomorrow, Friday. That I know for sure. Unfortunately, I'm leaving town on my family vacation starting tomorrow night, so I will not be able to to see it. But we wish them all the best. It's absolutely exciting. And in that same process of him warming up with the team. Um, a scout, a coach, somebody from the University of Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, the Utes approached him and said, we like what, what you're, we're seeing here. We'd love to see your development. And we'd like to formally uh, enter into, I guess, recruitment conversations and schedule you for a fall visit. So he's got some really good things going. Yeah. And I, you know, it's it's funny that you had messaged you messaged me last night about it because um, my daughter and I are going to the game on Friday night, so That's hopefully awesome. we maybe we get to see him pitch an inning in yep. relief or something. So that would be cool. Yeah, he's a six foot four, tall blonde kid. Um, six What's his last name? Uh, Foden, F O D E N, okay. Zachary Foden. So he's a pitcher. So maybe he'll get in. That'd be awesome. Um, if he looks nervous, it's because he's a boy among men and yeah. he's pretty intimidated, but it's like, dude, you realize that they're not bigger than you. You're the six foot four, 210 pound, 16 year old. These are like early 20, mid 20 year olds. Okay. They're probably intimidated with you. The fact that you are there. Well, okay? and that you're still developing. Yes. You still got room to grow and you're already where they are. Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so there's some cool stuff happening there. Um, yeah, so enjoy the game. I, I'd love to hear um, how it went. So definitely, if you see him well, on the, the mount, if he if he pitches, I'll uh, I'll video it for you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So that's it. Um, it is Canada Day. It's a long weekend. I'm heading up to visit my sister before heading out to BC. You're going to Wobbeman. We're gonna soak in some sun, some alcohol. And uh, have some fun with some friends and family. Yeah. Well, actually, this the for the for the Canada Day, we'll go to the lake, like okay. our uh, like our cabin with right. family. Okay. And then come back, and then go out to Wabaman with with friends. Oh. So I might have a I might have a dry Canada Day weekend. <gasps> it might be it might be a little bit in excess. The Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, I guess that kind of, yeah. All right. Well, um, I see here that you have watched the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes. Have you seen that yet? I have. I have watched it. Ah. Yeah. My daughter uh, was bugging me last weekend. Bored. Let's go see a movie. So we went and uh, we went and saw that. Um and surprisingly, she pulled out a great message out of the movie. Really? Okay, I'd love to hear it. It's, it's the, her her perception of the movie 
was always looking out for your friends. Because all the Guardians throughout the whole movie, all they did was try to look out for Rocket and make sure he was going to be okay. And that was the takeaway she took from the movie, which I thought, oh my God. That's a great one. That's a great message to 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 pull away from for you know an eleven year old kid who doesn't really know anything about the the backstory of the of the of the, the group, right? Right, the movie series. Yeah, she took out a watch out for your friends. Yeah, right on. It's a good message. Yep. Did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really really good. Um, I liked it. I was, uh, I didn't have any preconceived ideas as to what it was going to be about going okay. into it. Kind of went in blind. Um, That's all right. Yeah. Like I, I hadn't even seen a preview for it. Oh, that's actually kind of surprising. Cause they did a lot of advertising. I, uh, yeah, I just, it, I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. The third, the second one was kind of like, a, eh, like I, I wasn't overly enthused with it. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I really enjoyed the third one. Um, so we'll see where they go from there with it. Okay. Well, um, I think it's pretty much done. That was the last one they were going to be able to do with that cast. Yeah. Cause didn't Batista say he was finished yeah, he's, with, he's done. James Gunn's now the leader of the, the DC, uh, movie universe so he won't be able to do any marvel products yeah. um i think uh star lord so chris chris pratt yeah chris pratt will be back um the guy who played adam warlock he'll be back thor will be back um yeah because so they're, doing, so they're doing another avengers thing aren't they or is that all yeah. done no, there'll yeah. be a couple more Avengers movies, but it won't be the same Avengers cast. They'll be rotating uh, roster. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I don't have any other fun and exciting personal news. No, neither do I. It's been a pretty quiet week. And that's okay, right? I, I will take the quiet personal life news. Um, I will also take some of the quiet football news. Um, uh, though I do need to give a bit of a shout out to our friend Slickburn, who hastily posted what he thought was the signing of DeAndre Hopkins to the New England Patriots. Yeah. He didn't recognize that instead of seeing DeAndre Hopkins signing for three years, it was actually Devontae Parker. All he saw was the DE portion of the uh, player's name, assumed it was DeAndre Hopkins, screenshotted, posted it, and was like, yeah! And then like, oh crap, it's just Devontae Parker. Yeah. Hey, I, you know what? I was happy. I got him in two different yeah. leagues. Um, you know what? He had an okay season. As a flex yeah. play on your bench, he's, he's worth it. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, that that Patriot locker room is starting to fill up. And if, you know, DeAndre Hopkins decides to go there and um, Cook has even said maybe, even though somebody else has jumped into the pool with Cook now, but you know, there's lots of there seems to be. I don't know what it is with the Patriots. They people are gravitating to them, and uh, they're gonna struggle to even make the playoffs this year. I think. 
Or they'll just surprise everybody because Bill Belichick will manufacture wins somehow. Yeah, true. True, but I mean, you still got to go through Buffalo and Miami. Yeah. And the Jets. Even the Jets, right? And people are having high expectations for the Jets yes. now. Okay. So that division is going to be the whole a wild one to watch. The whole conference is going to be a wild one to watch. You know, any anybody could come out of that conference to go to the Super Bowl this year, I think. It's a, it's the strongest conference there is, right? Yeah. Yeah, right now at least. Okay. Uh, some other potential news you have written down here. Cook to Miami. I did hear that they have made him an official offer. Yes. Looks like Snowflake must have coughed up some cash. Found some more jewels in the bottom of his pool as per Ace <laughs> Ventura. Right. Okay. <laughs> and they've offered uh, they offered Cook some uh, a contract, but nothing's been released as to what the what that looks like. Okay. What the offer was. So, you know, I earlier in the week it looked like Cook was saying, I'm a patriot. Um, but now Miami's dipped their toe in the pool and said, Hey, come come run for us. He still thinks he's the top running back in the NFL. Well, you kind of have to have a bit of that mindset. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be as arrogant to think that I'm the top running back. I think he's a good running back. Um, I would give that that title to a couple other guys over him. Um, Christian McCaffrey being one. Yeah. Um, Brees Hall would be pretty good if he was if he's fully healthy. Yeah, I think Brees Hall would be freaking scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I I'd put him if he goes to Miami, I put him top ten. If he goes to New England, I put him outside. Top yes, because it, New England is just too much of a committee for running backs. I, yeah. I think, I think if he goes to Miami, he's the the forefront number one guy easily. They they just run him into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's so, your here, yeah. here's your bag of money. Now now lay down and die for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good way of describing it. We're going to pay you a bunch of money to lay down and die for us. And if you do, great. We've got these other guys here that also pick up in case something bad happens to you. Yeah. If you got to go off in an ambulance, we've got some backups. We got some backups here. We're okay. Yeah. But you, but really, like in in even in that that division itself, if you know, it, it, there's some chess playing going on. New England says, oh, oh we're, I'm going to sign this guy. So then Miami says, I got to go out and sign this guy. And then you're going to see maybe next week the Jets say, oh, we're interested in somebody else that could elevate us. So everybody's, I think everybody's trying to do a little bit of gamemanship. And who's, who's the big name could I put potentially coming to my team this week? It could also be a little bit of... Hey, it sounds like the Patriots are going to sign Dalvin Cook. I don't want to face down the barrel of Dalvin Cook. Why don't we sign him to our team and avoid that tragedy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If that's what's going to push them over the edge to edge us out of the playoffs and put them in, you're right. Let's sign them and take that advantage away from them. Because that would be that would actually be a really scary offense with their two wide receivers. And then cook in the back in the backfield. Yeah, actually, uh, it would it would be a very potent offense. I think it's a potent offense already. 
It is. Given, given, as long as Tua is safe. Yeah. yeah. If Tua is healthy, and even if Tua is not healthy, if you've got Dalvin Cook in your backfield, you you at least have a a fighting chance to to survive until Tua can get back. Yes. Yeah. No, I fully agree. I fully agree with that. Um, and you know, it uh, that. Like I said, that whole division has lots of um, talent right now, um, so it'll be it'll be really interesting to see where they all come and go. Did your family get back? No, uh, it's, I'm hearing a bunch of voices outside. My camera. Oh, that's are, what that is. Okay, and my cameras are going nuts. Oh, you got a bunch of hooligans walking through your yard. <laughs> Um, no, it's just a bunch of the kids that are in the neighborhood are running around and playing outside and tripping off my cameras. Oh, okay. You're going to run outside and tell those kids, get off my lawn. No, that's, I'm not that crazy of an old man yet. Not yet? Okay. Let's get a couple beers in you. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'll turn the hose on them. <laughs> uh, you know, to get back to, to some football stuff, um, yeah. the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. we've done the, the leading passer on each team and the leading receiver. So now we got to do the running backs. Sure. Um, and I, I did up the list of, of the top guys for each team. Yeah. And, and the, t- and the, 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 the time frames that they played. Um, and just like the receivers and the quarterbacks, wow, is there a discrepancy in some of these yeah. teams top, top people? I'm I'm actually surprised at some of the names on this list. Yes. Like that, who who represent the team? Yeah. Yeah. There's some surprises, wow. just like on all of, all the three of the lists. Yeah. And I think I have an extremely hot take. Uh, once we get to the very end, I'm going to have a statement. Okay. And I'm not sh- I'm not sure how many are going to take that statement, but um, just looking looking at these teams, the players that hold the record and what those records are, um, I think I formulated an interesting opinion. Sure, good. So we're gonna kick this thing off. So all 32 yeah. teams. Yes. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, not surprising. No. Emmett Smith. 12-year career from 1990 to 2002, 17,162 yards. That's impressive. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, if you pull – I'm just going to pull out a calculator here for for him. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 years. 17,162 divided by 12. He averaged 1,430 yards a season, and I do believe – I do believe one of those seasons he only he missed most of the season with an injury. So it's even more impressive where he's, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Edmund Smith, 12 years, 17,000. Number two on the list, your boy, Walter yeah. Payton. Again, 19, 12 years. 12 years, 1975 to 1987, 16,726 yards. Yeah. You know, the difference, I think, between – Emmett Smith and Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. Emmett Smith was on very, very successful teams. Yeah. The Bears weren't. <laughs> the Bears were not very good. <laughs> okay. Outside of outside of 80, 80, 
84, 85, 86, kind of when they were at their, their peak. Yeah. The rest of his career, they were not very okay. good. Well, then that makes number three on the list even, even, even better. More- even better because the Detroit Lions representative of Barry Sanders had a nine-year career of the yeah. dismal team for fifteen thousand two hundred and sixty-nine yards. So his so he, his yearly average has to be better than Emmett Smith's. Then oh yeah, his his yearly average is almost seventeen hundred yards a season. It's crazy. Yep. And then just to add um, on top of that. Number four on the list, Los Angeles, San Diego Charger, Ladanian Tomlinson. Only this had an eight-year career. This is just rushing, by the way, right? This is not... Yeah, this is just rushing yards. So he has a ton of receiving yards to go on top of this. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sure all of these guys do as well. Well, but... some of them probably have like a little bit, but like to me, Ladanian Tomlinson probably has a ton of receiving yards. But yeah. wow, eight-year career, 12,000. 490 yards. Yeah. Cool. I, and you know what? The, when I saw the name, I was like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But really? Because the, the Chargers have been around for a long time. There wasn't somebody else. So it mm-hmm. just, it, like even somebody in the more modern era? No. Yeah. Um, that was 2001 to 2009, by the way. Yeah. Yep. All right. Then uh, an absolute classic, may he rest in peace, Cleveland Browns, Jim Brown, 1957 to 1965. So not not even a full 10 years, 12,312 yards. Yeah, oh, he, again, great career. Um, uh, again, on a really crappy team. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's... That's that's the things that stuck out to me. Like some of the some of these teams just were not good when these players played, and some of them were on really good teams when they played, and they're the reason why their teams were good. We're good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Next up, we got Pittsburgh Steelers representative Franco Harris, nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty three. So eleven years, eleven thousand nine hundred fifty yards. And I, th- this is one that I would have thought also would have had somebody else on the list who would have but been I, your who would you have thought Le'Veon bell uh, no the because he only played there for like three years okay jerome bettis yeah that was the the name that the i pass. was thinking yeah okay because he was there for quite a few years but mm-hmm. you know i was well he probably had I, more touchdown than he had uh rushing yards yeah yeah probably <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but now we've got the Buffalo Bills. No surprise here. Thurman Thomas, yep. 1988 to 1999, 11,938 yards. Yeah. Pretty good. And that was the guy I kind of figured when I was mm-hmm. going through the list. Uh, the next um, guy, kind of, the next guy, again, surprised me. Um, just for the, the the number of yards he got, I figured he would have been the top of the team, but the number yeah. of yards he got, and that's Adrian Peterson with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you add the other teams that he played with because he played so many other years. Yep. Um, you know, it's kind of like a guy that's going to be two more down the list that is probably around fifteen or sixteen thousand yards total, total for their career, but they were with you know three or four other teams. Teams. Yeah, spent some time in Washington. He was in, uh, obviously, the Detroit for a little while. Yeah, this season. But yeah, uh, 2007, 2016. So only a nine-year career. 
with yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. So he racked up lots of yards um, with yep. them. It just, uh, I figured he would have been the top guy with them, but I just thought maybe I would have been expecting about 9,000 yards. Really? Okay. No, no, no. That, to me, it wasn't surprising. When I think of running back for the Minnesota Vikings, I go Adrian Peterson over Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. Um, and then this next guy is a guy that, again, a ton more yards than he had. And he wasn't even the guy that um, – oh, no, sorry. We skipped uh, the Jaguars there. Sorry. Um, Fred Taylor. Um, with the Jaguars, uh, nine years, 11,271. I'm giving you the shrug look because I don't know who Fred Taylor is. He was, he was their, he was their first running back. Okay. Like when they first started the, the, in the league. Okay. Um, again, really, uh, they weren't a very good team when they first started. So no. there wasn't a whole lot of hype around the guy. He was not, uh, unless you were a Jaguars fan, you probably, didn't hear a whole lot about him. Okay. Well, there he is. Fred Taylor, nine-year career, 11,000 yards. Yep. Um, and then Frank Gore for the 49ers. The immortal Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah. The guy could probably still play. Um, uh, 11,073 yards in a nine-year season or nine-year run with him. But a, a, again, a guy that played with four or five other teams and Probably way more yards, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he ever had a thousand yard season after he left the the 49ers, but uh, um, the name that came to my mind when I thought of the 49ers though was uh, Jonathan Taylor from playing with Joe Montana and Steve Young. Uh, that's the name that I thought of first. Um, so I was surprised to see Frank Gore up there, but it does make sense. Okay. Now we got the New York Giants and Tiki Barber from 1997 to 2006, 10,449 yards. So what is that? That's another nine-year career. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems that, that, that that's a trend. The guys go for nine or t- nine or ten years, and then yeah, we're we're seeing we're seeing nine years, twelve years at the top end, but nine years, and you have a record. Yeah. Uh. The next guy, yeah, Curtis, the Jets, Curtis Martin. Um, again, with their longevity, I would have thought somebody in the seventies, eighties might have might have had the record, but not as recent. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, His career was actually pretty short, though. Yeah, Seven, 90, yeah, ninety-eight to 05. Uh, But he, I think his career was cut short from injury. Okay. So only only seven years, but still racked up ten thousand yards in seven years. That's still pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Um, the next one again, the name surprised me on the list. I, I'm shocked by it. Um, the Rams, uh, Stephen Jackson, uh, 2004 to 2012, so eight years, ten thousand one thirty-eight. Um, I thought Eric Dickerson would have been the guy. Yeah, right. Like, like that's a that's like a big name. He had like almost twenty four hundred yards in one season with them. Um. So I, if he he's got to be like right behind Stephen Jackson, 
Um, and then there was also um, uh, the guy that played with Kurt Warner. Um, uh, well, you got Edwin, me on that one. It wasn't Edrin James. You got me on that one. Donnie um, might know. Yeah. Donnie, if you can uh, reply into the to the comments, who the who was the running back when they were doing the greatest show on turf? Was it Steven Jackson or was it somebody else? I, I, Let, I let's not it. turn to the internet and ask ourselves. Let's ask our resident Rams fan. Donnie, if you know, please, please share. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, the next guy I thought was going to have more yards than he actually had. Um, but again, only seven years playing for the team. Uh, the Houston Oilers, Eddie George. That's still pretty uh, good. He broke a 10,000 yard mark in seven years. Yeah. No, good, it, numbers. good number great numbers. Great numbers. Uh, another name that maybe I would have thought might have been on up there with that would have been Earl Campbell. Yeah. The guy, the okay. guy that had the guy that had tree trunks for legs. Um, yeah, I've seen some videos of him recently on like YouTube and stuff like that, where the guy was just a beast. So, so powerful. Um, next up is, uh, for the Seahawks, Sean Alexander, um, seven year career, 9,429 yards. So close to that 10 K mark. So close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised that's not, uh, Marshawn Lynch? Um, I don't know Sean Alexander, so I would immediately think Marshawn Lynch because that's essentially the era where I started like paying attention. And yeah, I thought he had a long enough career where he would have been able to rack that up. But uh, Marshawn Lynch didn't start his career in Seattle. He, oh. he started he started his career, I think, in Buffalo. Oh, and then okay. transitioned away. Oh, so maybe just didn't have enough time in with. Yeah, his- I don't think he had enough time. Okay. Okay. Um, the next one, I, I, again, it's kind of a, a modern era. Like I put him in the same category as Sean Alexander, stuff like that. 1999 to 2005 for the Baltimore, uh, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Edward James, um, you know, 9,226. Six year career though. Let's let's highlight that. In six years, he accumulated nine thousand two hundred twenty six. Had he had a seventh year, yeah, with the team. Not I have no idea what his career was like, but still, that's that's still pretty good numbers. In a six year career, you're at ninety two hundred yards, fifteen hundred yards a, a season. A season, yeah. Who doesn't want a fifteen hundred yard running back a year? Yeah, yeah. You're you're right. Had had he stayed with the team and see, and this is where I think he might have gone. No, because um, that's who I was thinking with the Rams was Edwin James. But Steven Jackson was 04, so Edwin James wouldn't have been with the Rams uh, after that. So, um, you know, had he stayed another year with the, the Colts, he, he might have broke 10 grand. Might have. Yeah. He went to Arizona where he, uh, he definitely broke 10 grand. Yeah. Yeah, so he had Arizona, 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 Seattle, then done. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, Next on the list is one of my, again, one of my favorite guys from old school football, Uh, Mm -hmm. 1982 to 1992, 
um, Oakland Raiders, and at the time, Los Angeles Raiders, Marcus Allen. Marcus um, Allen. Ten-year yes. career. Yep. And then he went over to Kansas City and put up a bunch of yards there, too. So I'm pretty sure he broke 10,000 as a on a career. Yeah. Um, 8,545 yards. Oddly enough, the professional team in Edmonton, the Elks, yep. just honored his brother, Damon Allen, this oh, last what? weekend. Um, they were <laughs> the game was so boring. They were interviewing him more than showing the game on the field. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Elks just got trashed again. Um, yes, mm-hmm. haven't won a game. Haven't won a game at home in three years. So, and uh, they haven't sold a ticket in that same time span because every ticket from the beginning of the year that was purchased, even last year, because they didn't win last year, uh, carries over to the next game. Yeah, it's a guaranteed ticket. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a guaranteed ticket. So you, if you have one ticket, until they win, you get you get to keep coming back. Yeah, which is <laughs> teams not making a whole lot of money. But no, no, they're not. But uh, yeah, no, it. Uh, uh, I was a huge fan of Marcus Allen as a kid growing up. Him and Walter Payton were the two guys that I, you know, really those were the guys that got me into watching football as a kid. Yeah, yeah, they they were the guys that kind of them and Warren Moon, uh, all those guys that are all in that kind of era. Okay, um, moving down the list. Um, again, this one surprised me that there wasn't you know somebody else that had more yards and a longer career. Um, this is, but this being, is where we're getting into the uh, into the, the questionable. Yeah, yeah. Like not very many yards, eighty three hundred yards. Um, Amon Green, uh, six year career with the Packers. Um, it kind of that shocks me a little bit. That again, okay. a team that's been around since the beginning of the of the the NFL. Yep. And you haven't had a running back that's lasted longer long enough to get ten thousand yards. Kind of shocks me, but okay. Guess Lambeau Field just does not like a runner. It's cold, man. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, and then my beloved Bengals, uh, ninety-seven to 03, six-year career, Corey Dillon. Um, again, I would have thought maybe Icky Woods or or somebody like that, but you know some of these young guys now if they can stick with the uh, with the team could have a shot at it if he can stay out of jail if they can stay out of jail wow that's a that's a pretty <laughs> good caveat to put on that if yeah. you can stay out of jail you have a chance of beating beating our rushing record yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Arizona Cardinals uh St. Louis Cardinals uh Otis Anderson from 79 to 86 uh, one yard short of eight thousand. Man, yep. I, I would be kicking my coach in the nuts <laughs> for, for letting me old. Let me. I wonder if they got if he actually thought he had the eight thousand, and then there was a stat correction. Correction. Oh, that'd be. You know what? Bring me out of retirement. Let me just yes. just push me across the line for one yard, please. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Um, that is only a seven-year career, so just over a thousand yards a career or a thousand yards a season. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad. I mean, that's what most guys now are, are kind of. Uh, yeah, you, 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 a thousand yards is, is a great season. If you can't do a thousand yards, you're you're not going to stick with the team. They're going to find somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This guy's this next guy's career was kind of because he couldn't stay out of trouble. His career was cut short. Well, not career was cut short. Um, his career with the Ravens was cut short. Uh, 2000 to 2006, Jamal Lewis, 7801. Um, yeah, had he not got suspended for the year, um, you know, you know, if he hadn't stayed out of if he could have stayed out of trouble. Maybe he stayed there another two or three years and could have got, you know, close to ten thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because didn't he go to the Jets after that? After his suspension, I'm not sure. This is not a guy I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. The only running back I think of what Ray Rice, who, who who beat that woman up. Well, that's what he did too. Jamal Lewis was beating up his wife oh. okay. in an elevator in an elevator in Las Vegas, just like Jamal Ray Rice. Yeah. I'm almost positive that was it. Too. Like he was drug, like grabbed her by the hair and dragged her out of the out of the uh, out of the elevator. And yeah, no, it wasn't. Okay, very... okay. I think we're thinking of the same person because I think Ray Rice did the exact same thing. Jamal Lewis. Let's have a look here. American football player. Oh, there we go. Okay, uh, Jamal Lewis, uh, American football player, who was a running back in the football league, Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, blah, blah, blah. One game, uh, game, single game record for Adrian Peterson, rushed for 298. Ooh, he had a rush for 296 yards in a single game. Against the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe. I didn't say. No, against the uh, San Diego Chargers. Oh, okay. I knew somebody had a big game against the Bengals. Oh, no, sorry. My apologies. Uh, he rushed. He's third most all-time behind Eric Dickerson and Adrian Peterson and was named the AP NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, that same year, Lewis was uh, also rushed for 295 yards in one game, which was the single game record until Adrian Peterson rushed for 296 in 2007 against the Chargers. Lewis oh. was inducted into the Ravens Ring of Honor in 2012. Oh, but why was he suspended, though? I'm just looking here. Um, in 2005, so just looking at his seasons, right? So he went uh, Baltimore, 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 then went to Cleveland. He had did not play due to injury in 2001, so he only had one, two, three, four, five, six seasons of active gameplay. Had 2,000 yards in 2003. That's pretty good. Personal life, February uh, issue that uh, was involved in talks with a drug deal. Lewis was charged with conspiring to possess with the intent to distribute five kilograms of cocaine and using a cell phone in the commission of the first count. Lewis reached a plea agreement with the prosecutors in 2004, and ultimately Lewis was sentenced in January 2005 to four months in federal prison. He was released on June 2nd, 2005. In 2015, Lewis began working as the vice president of business and development operations for Metro Exhibits, a trade show exhibit company. Oh, yeah. okay. He had okay. financial problems and financial maybe, 
maybe you and I were thinking of the same guy, and it's Rice, not yeah. Okay. Well, my apologies to Mr. Jamal yeah. Lewis for not beating up his wife, and but shame on you for selling drugs. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the story of Jamal Lewis. Yes. Okay. Um, Nearing the end, and I happen to be a fan of this next guy. Yes, you've mentioned it before. Um, Denver Broncos all-time leading rusher, uh, Terrell Davis, ninety-five mm. to two thousand one, for seventy-six oh seven. Yeah, when they made their big uh, Super Bowl push with Shannon Sharp and John Elway, I became a big fan. I just, one, I loved Shannon Sharp. I loved the way he played the trash talk, the commentary that I got to see from him. And I just became a fan of that team during that time period, right? A bit of a bandwagon jumper. And I was like, this is cool. It's like, I like this. I like where this is going. So uh, I know he didn't have a very long career, but that was was due to migraines or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he had something going on in life that he couldn't play for very long. But in his six-year career, obviously, he, he did well. Yes. Yeah. 1,200 yards, uh, almost uh, just over 1,200 yards a season. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the next team, Washington Commanders, football team, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. John Riggins, 1976 to 1985, 7,472 yards. Um, again, a guy that, um, I don't know a whole lot about. Again, it was uh, uh, not very good teams. I don't think, but I yeah, could be I wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Don't know that era of football very well. But nine-year career, seven thousand yards, nothing impressive. Yeah. So those those are the, the those are the players. We've got Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Ladini, and Tomlinson. We still got Jim Brown here. Oh, we got more. I thought here the the list cut off. Oh no, my apologies. Let's yeah. keep going. Oh, it gets worse, folks. Yes, it does. It does. There's a kind of a, another drop off. Uh, Carolina. We'll, we'll quickly go through these ones. Um, Carolina Panthers. Uh, Jonathan Stewart again. Uh, 2008 to 2017. So that's a little bit more modern. Nine year career. Yeah, seventy three hundred yards. So less than a thousand a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have almost thought uh, Cam Newton would have had more rushing yards than that for the Panthers. Christian but... McCaffrey had to be darn close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, with his injuries, though, it's hard to uh, say. Right? It was probably all passing yards he got, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Jamal Charles, 2008 to 2016, uh, 8,260 yards. Um, again, I think with the Chiefs, they just haven't kept a guy around long enough. Yep. To to challenge those yardage. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, LaShawn McCoy, 09 to 14, 6,792. So only a five-year career did really well for those five years. Not really well, yes. I guess, like just a little over 1,100 yards a season, but that's not bad for a short career. Yes. Uh, but I would have thought the Eagles, again, a team from the 70s, would have had somebody that got more than six thousand uh seven thousand yards for them, but nope, obviously not. Um next on the list, Miami Dolphins, Larry Zonka, uh nineteen sixty-eight to seventy-four, and then again in nineteen seventy-nine. Um must have come back for that final seat for a final yeah. year. 
6,737 yards. So seven Uh, seasons for less than a thousand a season. Yeah. Um, I know the name. Um, I think that was during the era of the undefeated season. Yeah. Um, I think that was in those years. Um, And then you got Atlanta Falcons, uh, Gerald Riggs. Uh, 1982 to 88 for 6,631 yards. Um, Houston Texans, you got Arian Foster, 2009 to 2015. That would have been your era when you went and saw him. I got to see him. I even have a jersey. Yep. Uh, 6,472 yards. 1,000 yards. Six years. 1,000 yards a season. Okay. Yep. Uh, Then you got the New Orleans Saints. Uh, with the Deuce, the Deuce McSall- McAllister, uh, 2001 to 2008, so seven years, 6,096 yards. So averaging only about 900 yards a, a season. But when you have Drew Brees throwing the ball, no one's, no one's going to run it. Um, so I'm not surprised by that. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, never heard of this guy, James Wilder. Um, 1981 to 1989 and for a dismal 5,957 yards. And then the biggest surprise on the list, dead last, and it's not the Bears, like they're on every other list we've done. Right. <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots are are the last. Um, and it's not even a modern era guy. Sam Cunningham. Uh, 1973 to 1982, uh, 5,453 yards. So maybe their whole, their whole, since the uh, incarnation of the team has been running back by committee. Um, yeah, and, and nobody's getting yards. Nobody's um, getting yards. That like to me, that seems like a relatively easy number to beat if it wasn't the Patriots. Because nobody yeah. lasts long enough. Yeah. But I mean, like you look at like, you know, again, you go to like a Walter Payton or a, or an Emmett Smith or um, some of those guys, like they did three times that in, you know, the same length of like, same length of time. Right. So yeah. I, I almost, I almost wonder, like you go back to our, our Patriots, fan in the league um has that always been the patriots mo that it's a running back by committee um where you have multiple running backs every year and nobody does there's no no nobody gets like you know 1500 yards in a season they're all just you know seven or eight hundred yards a guy type thing yeah they just they just don't maximize the potential out of their running backs yeah um that was that was one of the most eye-popping stats that I saw on this list is that New England Patriots, Sam Cunningham, in a nine-year career from 73 to 82, only accumulated 5,400 yards. I'm like, I do not have high hopes for Ramondre Stevenson. I do not have high hopes for any running back on that team going forward. Divided by nine. Whoops. What did we say? 54, 53 divided by nine. Mm-hmm. 605 yards a season. Which is pitiful, right? Like, how does a guy even keep a job? Yeah. Yeah. 
or maybe he was the backup. He wasn't even like the starting running back. I have no idea. But 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 you know what? That could be it, right? Like the could be maybe maybe in that nine year period, they had three different guys that were a thousand yard rushers. Yep, and he was the backup and was and got you know grinded it out at six hundred yards a season. As the backup, they just just kept going. Yeah, yeah, maybe that could be the story there. You know, again, we throw it out to the to our our patriot. Who's our patriot guy? Uh, we have two of them actually. Oh, okay. Slickburn and Josh, aka the multi beasts. Oh, there we go. So both yeah. you guys. Um, you know, if you know if you know your patriot history, um, throw it on out there for us. You know, kind yeah. of what was the, what was the story back then, or even since then, why they haven't had a, you know. A, a guy that can get a thousand yards for more than five years. Um. Okay. I'm going to share with you my 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 hot take, and and it's it's in direct relation to your question. I don't think any of these records will be broken. Wow. Okay. And here's 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 my thought process of why I believe that. In nine years, in a nine-year career, the highest rushing yards for the New England Patriots is 5,400 yards. The New England Patriots have never kept a running back for nine years since then. Obviously. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can run for nine, 650 yards a season and keep a job, that's impressive. But they've obviously never kept anybody long enough to beat that record. Yeah. If I'm looking at some of the names on this list, and granted, a lot of these guys are pretty modern era individuals, um, I don't see a team keeping a player long enough through a rookie contract and a second contract extension, which unless you're a first-round draft pick, that's five years, coupled with three to four, which puts you in that nine, eight to nine-year range. In that eight to nine year range, can you earn more than a thousand yards a season to get you to the nine thousand nine thousand mark to surpass? Okay, where's the cutoff? That means you would have to start the Raiders. Uh, if you had a nine year career, there's a chance you could beat the Raiders if for nine thousand, the Packers, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Broncos, uh, Washington football team. The Panthers, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Texans, the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Patriots. Those are all teams that have players with under 9,000 yards. So you, yeah. in theory, that's if a team took a first-round draft pick, maximized their five-year career, five-year rookie deal, signed them to an extension, and got them to play through that extension. That's... Do you see that happening in today's football? That's that's tough. Um, you know, I look at the teams that are out there right now um, who have really decent running backs. Um, you know, you look at um, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Um, does he have a, a, a long enough career? To, to get him that ten thousand yards, he's already missed a year. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, I can't see um, 
the Titans with um, Derrick uh, Henry. Derrick Henry, because no, he's, he's, he's had a couple of years of really put up big numbers, right. but uh, but but again, he's been hurt a couple of times too. Yeah. Okay, um, let's let me go through the, an exercise the, with you. The, the only one had he not been traded. Yep. The only one that I think that could have done it would have been C- CMC. Christian McCaffrey. Passing yards. I just looked it up. It's all passing yards for him? He's got mostly passing yards. I'm going to give you only one player that's active on a roster right now that has a chance of beating his team's record. And I don't think he's going to do it because I don't think he's going to make it through the season. Oh, And he's going to be gone by the end of the season. And who's that? Alvin Kamara. New Orleans Saints. Oh, okay. Where's he at now? 5,100 rushing. Wow. So he only needs a thousand yards or well, 900 yards. If he, if he can get 900 yards rushing this year. Now, granted he's facing a potential of a suspension. Yes. There's other players on the team that they might move to in place of what might happen to him. Yes. He has the potential. If they forego the suspension this year, of of beating that record. Yeah. That's well. Yeah, outside of that, you're right. I think let's have a look. Uh Patriots. I don't think Ramondre Stevenson can do it. He I don't think he'll be there long enough. The Buccaneers, they've got Rashad White. I I don't see him lasting long enough. I don't see him like Leonard Fournette was the first round draft pick, and he's not no, not certain not Leonard Fournette, but they he was the better of the two running backs and they cut Lenny. Yeah. So Rashad White yet to be seen, can't even don't know what he's going to do, but he's already one year in his career without stats. Yeah. Uh, the Saints, we talked about Kamara, the Texans, Damian Pierce. I don't I think he's going to know. He's not going the distance. The Atlanta Falcons just got Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson has um, a 10 year career or an eight year career if he's able to put up those numbers. Possibility, but I'm not holding my breath. No. Miami Dolphins, there's nobody on that team that I would consider having a shot. The Eagles, nope. They've got Rashad Penny and yeah, um, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's enough left in their, their careers that they're going to be able to take a shot. Isaiah Pacheco? No, not maybe? on that offense. Not that offense. Like, he's, how long? He's an undrafted player. Like, are they yeah. going to give him an extension where they're going to give him a shot? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with him, though. Um, he doesn't, if he, it's, if he gets through two contracts, he's only got an average. What was that? Uh, we said even eight years, right? Yeah. He's got to, essentially, uh, he has to, in this case, he has to average a thousand uh, yards a year, 907 yards a, a year. Okay. Uh, what did he put up this last year? I think he beat the, I think he got to a thousand yards. Yeah. Okay, so let's so Isaiah Pacheco. And he wasn't he even help, the starter. He did, eight, he did 830 yards rushing last year. But he wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year either. No, he wasn't. But, you know, so I, you're right. Probably not not him. He probably won't last eight years there. No. The Panthers, I don't see anybody. No. Um, Washington. Washington. Commanders? No. no. Broncos, no. Ravens, no. Cardinals, no. Cardinals, no. Cincinnati, no. Joe Mixon, I don't think he's he's going to be around long enough to even try. 
No. Uh, Green Bay, no. They're too much of a passing team. The only other guy could be the Raiders. Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Because what did he put up? He was the number one guy last year. Let's have a look. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh Jacobs is currently sitting at... Oh, come on. Don't, Don't let me down now. Oh, it's finally loading here. Uh, Josh Jacobs only has 4,700 yards. But 4,700 in how many seasons? In four seasons. 4,700 divided by four, right? He's over 1,000 a season. Yeah. But he doesn't have a contract extension. He's got a franchise tag. Yeah. Which he's pondering not... uh, like. He's yeah. It's going to be tough. That's why I say he he is the only one that I think that could have the potential if they resolve what's going on with him, mm-hmm. and he can stay pace at what he's got. You know, stay even if he signs the franchise tag this year, and they say to him, yeah. "Do what you did, and then we'll sign you to another three year deal." That gets him up at seven years. Um, and you know, twelve hundred yeah, yards. It, it could right? it. It's possible. I just don't think it's very likely. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe Seattle, but like they're they've already got Sean Alexander sitting there at ninety four hundred yards. That's going to be tough in yeah. the modern era for any running back to, to to achieve because they have to have the length of time with the team, and they actually have to have a healthy seasons. Yes, they have to have every year be a uh, a good a good healthy season, and and we've already seen. You know, we've talked about it the last three or four weeks. How undervalued these guys are. Yeah, like they're going to bounce between teams because no one's going to pay them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So again, another very interesting list. Wide variety, wide variety, right? Like your top guy has three times as much as your your bottom guy. Yeah, Um, and I think almost the same length. I played almost the same length of time. <laughs> yeah, Emma Smith had an amazing career. Uh, yes. Those 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 top guys, the ten thousand uh, ten thousand club. I think those guys will hold on for those records for a very very long time. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, era of running the football is gone, and we'll have to wait some time for it to come back. Oh, for sure. All time leading rusher. Well, it's easy. It's Emmett Smith. Yeah, I just wanted to see 1835. He was with just... Yeah, he went to Arizona one year. Yeah. Um, So he did another 1,000 yards, right? That's a record that I I just can't see ever getting beat. Agreed. Agreed. No one's one's touching it. Emmett Smith will hold that. Um, That's freaking awesome, though. You You know, of the list... The one guy that is the disappointment, and it's not a disappointment. I would have loved to have seen him play longer because I think he would have beat. He would have been the top guy on the list if Barry Sanders hadn't retired so early. Yeah. Um, He had the skill that he would have been probably number one guy. He needed one more season, another uh, maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, 
he knew it was time to hang it up, and so he hung it up. So but, he did, right? He knew where where his body was going. Well, and the, you know, it was one of those things. I I heard him even say it was it was, it was never about the money because he had made enough, mm-hmm. and you know, it's about the quality of life after the fact. You know, some of these guys that hung on forever. You know, the Frank Gores and the Adrian Petersons. You know, ten years from now, are they even going to be able to walk? What's their body's going to be like? Yeah, it's that's important. The quality of life you you put yourself through that amount of abuse. Are you going to be able yeah. to enjoy exactly. life afterwards? Yep. All right. Well, a couple more things I want to address with uh, everybody before we wrap things up. Uh, we are going to be heading into the summer season, and to do that, we're going to be inviting special guests onto the show to start doing our divisional breakdowns. So that's going to kick off next week on July 5th when we bring in our friend Corey Bittner. He's going to join us after his July 4th celebrations, and we're going to break down his favorite division. Not going to, not his favorite division, his second favorite division. Somebody took his favorite division. I'm not going to talk about it, but Corey will be on the show. We'll go through that. Not going to spoil anything, Uh, but we do have some open spots left. So guys, if you want to get onto the show and you want to break down a specific uh, AFC or NFC division, uh, reach out to me uh, in the league chat, uh, DM me, whatever you need to do. Uh, We'll get you booked in. I will repost the schedule. So you know what dates are currently available. And uh, right now, uh, guys that are uh, booked in for the show, bear with me. Just going to go back to my uh, my season notes here. Uh, we have currently got, we've got Corey, we've got Slick, Donnie, Gabriel. That's it. One, two, three, four. We got four guys booked in uh, for. So we got four more to fill. Four more to fill, right? Is that, is that, that right? What, right? Yeah, one, eight division. one, two. Yeah, there we go. So we got four more to fill. Uh, Hit me up, let me know. We're going to do this all the way up to the end of August where we start to do our season primer where Donnie will finally find out what his team name will be <laughs> and his uh, league image. So stay tuned for that. Come back next week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an on-the-road show, which I think is going to be fun to do. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any comments from you, Andrew, going into this long weekend? Well, the only other thing that... Uh... Well, everybody have a great long weekends. Um, you know, enjoy your family and friends and, and your beverages. Go get some of that Hogan beer. No, that was find it. Where did you find that? Um, it was just it was online. Uh, it okay. was just uh, an ad um, that I saw, and I because and it's just it's funny because Juan had posted um, those drinks. Yeah, those bottles of uh, whiskey. Yeah, and then like five minutes later, as I was scrolling through stuff online, the Hogan thing popped up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to put that out there for everybody." Um, but uh, yeah, you know, enjoy your your beverages of choice, um, uh, and stay safe. Um, and yeah, it's everybody have fun. That's the important the important part, right? All right, cool. Well, uh, that's it for us here. You guys enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Make some memories, and we'll catch you on the other side. From one poor man to another, remember, if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, and great week, everybody.